0: This podcast is part of the Podbelly Network. Please visit podbelly.com to see a complete listing of all of our other shows.
1: It's about to be a fun ride. Follow along, watch as we slide. Paranormal just hit the lights. Goosebumps all through the night. Mix in just a little bit of twain. That girl sure can't do a thing. Together, hillbillies go insane. So hard it hurt your brain. catch you won't ever change. These two here, they got the recipe. Set on back and listen in to some of our darkest mysteries. Ain't? Welcome to Hillbilly Horror Stories. And now here's your host, Jerry and Tracy Polly,
0: and their dog Ninja.
2: Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Fear of the Week. And we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. We have always said that we were going to do a little short story before the Fair of the Week when we bring Leslie on. But what we, we decided to do is that short story is going to be a clip of paranormal news that's going on in the world. Uh, some of it's going to be really recent, like tonight's story, and some of it will be maybe a couple months old because there's just not that much stuff that actually makes the news that fits into that. But for this segment, I will be joined by Kristen. Hello. So, here we go. Let's go. All right. This happened actually uh, today, which was 1-16-2020. Panama City. Seven people were killed in a bizarre religious ritual in a jungle community in Panama in which indigenous residents were rounded up by about 10 lay preachers and tortured and beaten, burned and hacked with machetes to make them, quote-unquote, Repent their sins, the authorities thing? said on Thursday.
0: What in the world?
2: Police freed 14 members of the, and I'll probably butcher this, I tried to look up the pronunciation. I think it's Nobby Bouglay indigenous group who had been tied up and beaten with wooden cudgels and Bibles.
0: What's a cudgel? I don't know. Sounds pretty uh,
2: religious. <laughs> We're going to say it's religious, whether it is or not. Local prosecutor Rafael Beloyez described a chilling scene found by investigators when they made their way through the jungle-clad hills to the remote Nabe Bugle indigenous community near the Caribbean coast Tuesday. Alerted by three villagers who escaped and made their way to the local hospital for treatment earlier, police were prepared for something bad. Beloya said, but we were still surprised by what they discovered in an improvised church at a ranch where a, where a little-known religious sect known as the New Light of God were operating. They were performing a ritual inside the structure. In that ritual, there, there were people being held against their will, being mistreated, Beloyez said. All of these rites were aimed at killing them if they did not repent their sins. There was a naked person, a woman, inside the building where investigators found machetes, knives, and a ritually sacrificed goat.
0: What is it with goats?
2: Well, goats have the... It's all about the hooved... uh, That's part of it. It's the type of hoof that they have. The forked hoof.
0: Oh, that's the reason that they always sacrifice goats? That's part of it.
2: Oh.
0: So... What do these goats ever do to anybody?
2: Well, in, in the Bible... The goats were looked at as animals that you shouldn't eat and stuff like that. Oh, so that's why they were
0: treated differently? Poor guys.
2: The rites had been going on since Saturday and had already resulted in deaths. About a mile away from the church building, authorities found a freshly dug grave with the corpses of six children and one adult. What
0: the fudge?
2: The dead included five children as young as one year old, (gasps) their pregnant mother, and a 17-year-old female neighbor. They searched this family out to hold a ritual and they massacred them, mistreated them, killed practically the whole family, Bologo said, adding that one of the suspects in the killing is the grandfather of the children who were slain. All of the victims, and apparently all of the suspects, were members of the same indigenous community. Ricardo Miranda, leader of the Nabe Bugle semi-autonomous zone known as Camarca, called the sect Satanic and said it went against the the region's Christians' belief. We demand the immediate eradication of this satanic sect, which violates all practices of spirituality and coexistence in the Holy Scriptures, Miranda said. Apparently the sect is relatively new to the area and had been operating locally only for about three months. Things reportedly came to a head on Saturday when one of the church members had a vision. One of them said God had given them a message. Deloya said that message apparently boiled down to making everyone repent or die. The Nabi Bugle are Panama's largest indigenous group and suffer from high rates of poverty and illiteracy. It was not clear what belief or affiliations the New Light of God church has. A well-established evangelical church known as Luz del Mundo said in a press statement that it had no ties to the case. The area is so remote that the helicopters had to be used to ferry the injured out to the hospitals for treatment. They included at least two pregnant women and some children.
0: Is this for real?
2: This is for real. This was all over the news today.
0: Well, I don't have Facebook, so I don't know anything that's going on in the world.
2: Surprisingly enough, Facebook is not news. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but... I'm talking like Fox and CNN. Right, well, I need to watch the news more, I guess,
0: (laughs) or read a newspaper. Um, You know, I just don't understand why so many people who have, like, certain beliefs say God told them to kill somebody. I mean, because if you, you know, read about certain serial killers or just crazy people in general, they say that, God sent them a message to kill their kids or to kill their family. I just, where does that come from?
2: Mental illness most of the time.
0: But what? why blame God? Like, why?
2: Well, but if you're mentally ill, you don't necessarily know what you're doing. Maybe they, they legitimately think it is a message from God.
0: What if they are for real possessed? But I if mean, it's like a demon, a real demon. I
2: mean, that can be a possibility, too. But It's
0: just so messed up.
2: I don't think, that you know, religion in general, and this is all religions, you know, they, everybody has their own belief structure. Uh, uh, Christians, for example, believe in turning the other cheek and they don't believe that God would ask you to kill somebody. But mm-hmm. then you've got other religions, you know, that they fight all the time and they're willing to kill kill anybody who doesn't believe the way that they do. Yeah. So, I mean, that, but that's their belief system. So, uh, right or wrong, everybody's got a different, different way of believing. And, you know, uh, for whatever reason, these people felt like, that was something they they felt like in their mind and in probably their hearts they were doing the right thing. Even though most of us can sit sit and look at it and say, "What in but the world that, are you thinking?" The
0: world, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not a very religious person, so I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I don't get into it as much, you know, as most people. So it's hard for me to understand. How someone can have a belief so intense that they're willing to do really crazy things, like you've got—I'm not trying to hate on anybody. I hope none of the fans are any kind of certain religions, but like, what's the religion where they put like snakes on each other?
2: And some that's like there's there's different types that do that. What but is I that Pentecost? I think there's some versions of Pentecostal. I think there's some maybe seven-day Adventists. I think it really, I think there's some Christians. Mm -hmm. But I think there's different groups that just different sects of different religions that do that. But yeah.
0: I mean, like I said, I'm not hating on anyone who has those beliefs. I mean, if you're out there listening to this, like, do you? I'm just saying as me personally i just don't understand it
2: well it's like suicide bombers and stuff Uh i mean you know but those people genuinely believe that they're going to go to heaven for doing what they do and uh, or their version of heaven and they're going to have all these virgins up there with them or they're going to have you know whatever the case is but i mean they they are 100 percent sold in that this is what i'm supposed to be doing with my life
0: that's just so sad
2: so Mm. anyways that was uh, definitely one of the strangest stories to come through in a while.
0: No, I'm bummed. So, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, well, that was we'll, really interesting.
2: We'll bring Leslie on and we'll have her talk about, you know, something else. Okay. All right. So let's bring Leslie on. She's going to tell us some cool and creepy serial killer facts.
0: Mm, can't wait. You are listening to The Fear of the Week.
2: With author Leslie Fear. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Fear of the Week with author Leslie Fear. Visit her on Amazon.com. Pick up some of her books. She is a starving artist, and uh, I'm sure she would appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> is that is that appropriate?
1: Uh, starving <laughs> artist. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, any any kind of. Uh... <laughs> support with my my books that'd be awesome anybody likes paranormal romance pick them up they're good they got good reviews too
2: you know i had never heard the term and i'm just not a reader which is why but i had never mm-hmm. heard the term paranormal romance till i talked to you mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. i was in the bookstore the other day where i frequent and buy my used books and they had a section that says plain enough paranormal romance hmm so it's obviously a lot bigger than I had realized.
1: Well, what started that? What coined that phrase? You hear my dog in the background. What coined that mm-hmm. phrase was uh, Twilight, and that's what I kind of. Stephanie figured. Meyer, yeah, and and it, and my books um, aren't. Oh my goodness! Hopefully, you can edit that out. She's she's barking at nothing well, at the front door. She's literally barking she's at right. nothing. Yeah. Okay. P- people
2: love dogs. Okay. <laughs>
1: There might be a car that's gone by. By God, she has to bark at it. So, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, that's what coined the phrase. So, um, but yeah, if, if anybody's interested in them, uh, they're fast-paced. They're you know thriller, fantasy. Um, I talk about more real things than than like vampires and you know and and werewolves. I do more of the. Demons and Angels, maybe a little haunting here, maybe some voodoo, you know, stuff that kind of really does happen,
2: you know. Fantastic. We'll have to get people to start checking it out. If you've bought Leslie's book, uh, go on Hillbilly Horror Stories, uh, the group, and leave some reviews so other people can see what you thought of the book.
1: Oh, thank you, Jerry. That'd be awesome.
2: Since you have several.
1: I do. I have six. So, yeah.
2: Now, tonight's little fear of the week, I will let you just jump straight into because um you know the very first one we did we did touched on some serial not really serial killer but it was uh, last meals mm-hmm. of people on death row and now tonight you've got some fun facts that pertain to serial killers
1: I do I have some creepy serial killer facts some and and they may or may not be fun for people or not I think they're kind of fun and interesting and gross so let's get into Pro- it Probably not fun for the victims No no so yeah we've we've got a <sighs> Keep keep in mind the victims. So, yes. Okay, so the Golden State Killer. He committed 13 killers between 1974 and 1986. And I think that's the guy that just got found out through DNA, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like
2: last year or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, he was known for breaking into victim, his victims' houses, undressing, and then standing at the entrance of their bedrooms, tapping and scraping with his long knife against the f- doorframe until they woke up.
0: Oh, gross i mean what that is that's very can you
1: imagine waking up like
0: that no like bitch i'm trying to sleep
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah really (laughs)
0: we're trying
1: (laughs) trying yeah so um anyway that was just crazy and i did not know that about him and i'd heard some other things about him just you know just the regular stuff that everybody kind of knows about some of the serial killers, but little details like this are so interesting to me. Um, So now we're going to go to Jeffrey Dahmer and everybody's heard of him for sure. If you know anything about serial killers and if you're interested, like the sick person that I am, Jeffrey Dahmer, he was convicted of 15 homicides and he admitted to cooking and eating some of his victims. Um, In fact, he gave some of the people in his apartment building sandwiches that were contained with human flesh in them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah seriously one of the one of the people that he lived next to she they interviewed her and she goes you know what i probably have eaten a, someone's body part in a sandwich he served me which is really crazy <sighs> i mean that's wow also he's uh. known to drill holes in the head of victims before injecting acid into their brains because he literally wanted to have them become compliant zombies least mm-hmm. well,
2: he's creative well yeah and I couldn't ima- I couldn't imagine <clears throat> trying to serve somebody a sandwich that had human meat in it. He probably screwed up on occasion. Here, would you like this hand-wich- uh, sandwich? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's you know, hand-wich.
1: you do know that human flesh is supposedly, it's. it tastes like pork, right?
2: I've heard that.
1: Mm-hmm. They call it long pig. I- mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to call mm-hmm. it over in Asia.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lovely thought. So, yeah, that... Mm- Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to go to the Oakland County child killer. Uh, it was a, they murdered, um, this person murdered, um, four children between 1976 and 1977. And the reason I thought this was interesting is because the parents of one of the abducted, abducted boys held a press conference where they begged for their son to be returned. And his mother directed part of the appeal to her son saying she would feed him his favorite meal of KFC as soon as he got home so days later the body uh, the boy's body was found um and discovered obviously and he was wearing freshly cleaned and pressed clothing and his stomach contents revealed that he had eaten a KFC some KFC chicken <gasps> mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. Oh. i mean that's just sad uh, apparently that was mm. his favorite meal but and maybe obviously some of these serial killers i mean they they stay on the news like they they watch it and they because they think they're smart it's kind of like you know edmund kemper he he was all into cops and would hang out at bars with them and they all knew him and liked him and thought he was great and he was getting all the insight on the stuff that he would actually commit and he'd know the trail that they were on for him yeah it, it, that that is so scary. It's very <laughs> scary. And the dude was like 6'9". I mean, do you guys know he also has narrated many, many books in prison?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I did know mm-hmm. that.
1: The Flowers in the Attic being one of them?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was something he was good at. He had a great reading mm-hmm. voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he really did. He was, Well, highly intelligent, almost scarily intelligent to where you're crazy because you don't do what you did to your mother. That he did to his mother. what he do? Oh, well, he killed his grandparents. Well. Then he killed his, his mother, um, his dad left, but his mother, um, he lived with her and she was hard on him and made fun of him and not victim blaming by any means, but it probably wasn't the best idea with someone with his temperament. And, um, it happened for years and years and years and, he finally had enough, and he killed her. And I'm not sure how he did it. I don't know if he killed her with a gun. I can't remember that part, but I do know he took her head off and had sex with her head. Yeah. Well. Why are I, you trying to
2: keep from laughing?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing. I'm just like. I'm just, I, I. Yeah, looks I, and
2: sounds a lot like laughing.
0: Yeah, oh, I, my God. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, <clears throat> see, I I told you guys there is something wrong with me because I. This stuff is so fascinating not because of the horrible things they did it's just I am so fascinated yeah. by what people actually it I don't even well obviously thank goodness I don't understand it but it's just fascinating to me what horrific things people think is they they should do or can do or will do I don't the, I, obviously none of us get it but it's still fascinating I I don't even oh know how to gosh. explain it yeah
0: mm-hmm. man he just went to a whole nother level though. I, it's just, I don't get it.
2: <laughs> oh, well, Jerry and I, we're going to talk even about the, Norman Bates was like, that's some sick shit. Yeah. No,
1: it is. And well, the toy box killer, we, Jerry and I have talked a little bit about that. We, that we might even have
2: to <laughs> that do it. keeps a, coming up.
1: <laughs> we may have to do a thing on that. Well, that, that's a very sad story, but it, it, it's one of these people where, you know, these, some of these serial killers, they're like pillars of the society, you know, and people think so much of them, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and 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 people have no idea these people are just horrible people i don't know if the guy um gosh i can't think of his name the toy box guy ray something um i don't necessarily think he was a pillar of society but i do think he no one thought he would be doing this i think he did help people on the side of the road with their car problems and i think he tried to you know do some things some nice things so no one really suspected him but
2: B- he was BTK a would probably be one of those that was like a pillar of society.
1: Well, yes. And he was a jerk. He was just so mad that no one could figure it out. And he just pretty much turned himself in. Yeah.
2: Now, I mean, he's writing, he's writing the letters and stuff on the church computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and shit?
1: then he was asking the cops, now, can I back this up with a floppy drive? And they're like, sure. You know, <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, back, back when we all had floppy disks, when we used that. But, you know, they can easily track what computer. They tracked the church he used it on. They
2: tracked everything. So, yeah. but I do have, for problems with your floppy disk, for hemscom
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have one more. Now, Joan Metheny. Metheny, I guess. Um, I don't recognize his name. But he would gut his victims and then mix their flesh with animal meat and sell burgers at his fast food stand. So there's another Jeffrey faint. Dahmer thing. Yeah. So, you know, don't go to... No. <laughs> don't go to the fast food places that are the trucks. The food trucks. <laughs> but everybody says those are the best. No, honestly, they are. Them. They've got long pork. No, I'm kidding. Um No. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, honestly, I'm kidding because I know a lot of these places are just fine and, and I'm just
0: being oh, funny. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: and honestly, they have to be regulated now. You know, there's... Mm-hmm. Because of stuff like this, I'm sure they have to, <laughs> you know, pass codes and people have to come and, and make sure that, you know, everything is in check and inspected or whatever. So I wouldn't worry about that. But yeah, it's just, like I said, crazy interesting to me. Um, to, to hear about all these horrible things that people do and. I, I learned today about the uh, Girl Scout killings in the, the 1977 out in Oklahoma and I just well, I didn't even know about that and I I listened to a podcast on that today and I was like wow I was a lot younger then so I didn't I wouldn't have you know, as a teenager, early teenager I wouldn't have known that. But um mm-hmm. um we didn't care about that. I but I have friends that don't even listen to the news now. And I'm like, How do you not listen to the news? Don't you want to know what's going on in the world? They're like, No, not really. No. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the girls Scout killings, that was horrible. Was it was it four of them?
1: It was three. It was three. three. And uh huh. And it was three girls. One was uh nine, one was ten, eight, and nine. Um and they were in they were all kind of quiet girls, and but they put them in one one tent together, and the, obviously the guy had been stalking them for a while, and um, they heard the counts the camp because they were actually in tents, like they didn't have like back then where they were. It was all open; it was in this big field, but they were nowadays because of all the horrible things that have happened, even in the Boy Scout camps. Now they've got fenced areas you have to have a pass to get into the to the campgrounds for oh, yeah. that and, and it's sad that you can't even go to a campground and let your kid go to a boy scout or girl scout mm-hmm. without either getting killed or molested um you know it's 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 really sad how this world but i'm glad we're taking a stand and we're making sure that people are safe now so mm-hmm. i like that
2: well, Leslie, thanks for discussing us once again with your topics.
1: You're welcome. And um, you know what? I'm going to see myself out.
2: All right. Were those creepy enough for you?
0: That was so creepy. See,
2: that's one of those things that, once again, it's just like you were saying earlier when you were talking about serial killers, the stuff that goes through their minds. I know. love it,
0: though. I love, I mean, it's crazy as it is and as hard as it is to understand, I love to learn about it. Th- I'm obsessed with serial killers. <laughs> I think my
2: favorite part of that was the fact that Jeffrey Dahmer said that he made sandwiches with human flesh and gave them to his neighbors. <laughs> <That's>
0: so gross. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon.
0: All right, bye.